Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. In prayer, Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you give everyone ears to hear and a heart to receive everything you have in store for them today. In addition, I pray that you give everyone listening favor with both God and man. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Proverb 19, beginning in verse 1. Better is the poor who walks in his integrity than one who is perverse in his lips and is a fool. Also, it is not good for a soul to be without knowledge, and he sins who hastens with his feet. The foolishness of a man twists his way, and his heart frets against the Lord. Wealth makes many friends, but the poor is separated from his friend. A false witness will not go unpunished, and he who speaks lies will not escape. Many entreat the favor of the nobility, and every man is a friend to one who gives gifts. All the brothers of the poor hate him. How much more do his friends go far from him? He may pursue them with words, yet they abandon him. He who gets wisdom loves his own soul. He who keeps understanding will find good. A false witness will not go unpunished, and he who speaks lies shall perish. Luxury is not fitting for a fool, much less for a servant to rule over princes. The discretion of a man makes him slow to anger, and his glory is to overlook a transgression. The king's wrath is like the roaring of a lion, but his favor is like dew on the grass. A foolish son is the ruin of his father, and the contentions of a wife are a continual dripping. Houses and riches are an inheritance from fathers, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. Laziness casts one into a deep sleep, and an idle person will suffer hunger. He who keeps the commandment keeps his soul, but he who is careless of his ways will die. He who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord, and he will pay back what he has given. Chasten your son while there is hope, and do not set your heart on his destruction. A man of great wrath will suffer punishment, for if you rescue him, you will have to do it again. Listen to counsel and receive instruction, that you may be wise in your latter days. There are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the Lord's counsel, that will stand. What is desired in a man is kindness, and a poor man is better than a liar. The fear of the Lord 
leads to life, and he who has it will abide in satisfaction. He will not be visited with evil. A lazy man buries his hand in the bowl and will not so much as bring it to his mouth again. Strike a scoffer, and the simple will become wary. Rebuke one who has understanding, and he will discern knowledge. He who mistreats his father and chases away his mother is a son who causes shame and brings reproach. Cease listening to instruction, my son, and you will stray from the words of knowledge. A disreputable witness scorns justice, and the mouth of the wicked devours iniquity. Judgments are prepared for scoffers, and beatings for the backs of fools. Friends, I'm going to take a closer look at verse 23, and I absolutely love this verse. It says, The fear of the Lord leads to life and he who has it will abide in satisfaction. He will not be visited with evil. What a wonderful promise of God. So if we have the fear of the Lord, and back in Proverbs 1.7, it talks about the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. In Proverbs 9, verse 10, it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And here it says the fear of the Lord leads to life. And he who has it will abide in satisfaction. When I think of satisfaction, it reminds me of Psalm 23. And it just talks about being at peace with your life. There is something about that word satisfaction. It reminds me of the word rest, that things are going well. Your life is going well, and you can just take a nice deep breath and relax. And the third line of this verse, he will not be visited with evil. What a precious promise of God. That is Proverb 19, verse 23. Friends, today I'm going to finish my study on how to renew our minds, and I'm basically just going to review everything we've learned in the previous four lessons. And I had asked that you get a notebook out and make reference to these verses. So I'm going to just remind you of the verses that we've already gone over. So the first one is 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 5 through 10. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. The book of Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 9. 1 John chapter 4, verse 4, the Gospel of John chapter 17, verse 3, the book of Proverbs chapter 5, verses 15 through 20, 
Romans chapter 10, verse 17, and the book of Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1, and also verse 6. So what I'm going to say is this. I'm just basically going to recap. The Bible promises that when we give our heart to Jesus, that all of the old things have passed away, and all things are become new. So our life, our physical body does not change. Our spirit man totally changes, and we automatically have something inside of us that is automatically different. It's different than anything we've ever seen or felt, and we just have this sense that something is different in our lives. However, in Romans 12, 1 and 2, it says that we have to renew our minds. And I just kind of want to go over that again. But what that means is <clears throat> that everything before we gave our heart to Jesus, we thought all of these things. And say, for example, we have a hundred things on our mind. Okay, we believe this and this and this and this and this and this. We have all these thoughts based on our entire life. And all of a sudden... We are hearing new things for the first time in our life. And it's going to take a while for our minds to change. And the Bible tells us there that our minds need to be renewed. So first of all, the most important thing to get set up is to give your heart to Jesus. And now that you've done that, now you need to make sure that your other relationships are going okay. If you are going to renew your mind, you need to be totally focused and things in your life, you need to try to put them in order as much as you can. So you need to make sure that the relationship you have with your spouse is good. You need to make sure that the relationship you have with your children is good, and then you can start developing a mindset, I really want to get into the Word of God. I want to change, and the only way you're really going to change is by getting into the Word of God. And I'm going to read from the book of Ephesians, and I'm going to begin in chapter 5, and I'm going to read three separate passages. But this is how you can begin to renew your mind if you do these things. At the beginning of chapter 5 of Ephesians, it is titled, Walk in Love. Beginning in verse 1. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love, as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. 
Jesus came down to earth for us and died for every single person listening to this podcast today. He did that because he loved us so much. And if he loved us that much, that is the very least we can do with the people that surround us and we come in contact with every day. Listen to what we don't do. But fornication, and fornication means having sex with people outside of marriage. And all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not even be named among you as is fitting for saints, neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting but rather giving of thanks. So we need to change our hearts with a mind of giving thanks to God for everything he has given us. We're not to think like we used to think. We're not to say coarse jokes. We're not to use cuss words. We're not supposed to be doing the things that we know God would not approve of. For this you know, that no fornicator, unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not be partakers with them. Friends, these are the types of things that we used to do before we came to the altar and gave our hearts to Jesus. Now, the second thing it says, walk in light. Listen, beginning in verse 8. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Friends, you may need to let go of some of your former friends. You may need to let them go. These people who are in drugs, these people who are doing things that you used to think were okay, but now you realize they aren't. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore, he says, Awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Friends, what I suggest you do is if you have a thought, ask yourself, is this a good thought? Is this something that would be good to do? And if your answer to that is no, don't do it. 
Very simple. If you have any questions, should I do this or should I not do it, you've already answered your question yourself. And finally, beginning in verse 15, it says, Walk in wisdom. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And friends, you find out what the will of the Lord is when you get into his book, the Bible, and begin to read it for yourself. And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. And friends, may I suggest to you that if you walk according to those 21 verses, I believe your life will begin to change. My call to action today is very simple. Close your eyes and ask God, is there anything in your life that you are still hanging on to that you need to let go of? If there's any friends that you need to let go of. And friends, if you truly want to change, that may include leaving some of your former friends behind. It may even include leaving some of your family behind. The suggested scripture reading today, remember it's the weekend. So what I'd like for you to do is reread today's proverb, Proverb 19, and then I'd like for you to read the fifth chapter of Ephesians. It is a wonderful chapter. Tomorrow is the 20th. Please read Proverb 20 tomorrow. And Sunday, please read Proverb 21. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is anyone listening to this podcast today and you've never taken that step, I invite you to say a simple prayer after me today. Father God, thank you for sending your son Jesus to earth. Jesus, thank you that you were obedient to the call of your Father God. Thank you that you were willing to come to earth and die on a cross so that all of our sins would be forgiven. Jesus, I need your help. I am a sinner, and I want you to save me and forgive me of all of my sins. I ask that you come into my heart. I ask that you lead me and guide me from this day forward. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if any of you repeated that prayer, 
please reach out to me on my Facebook page, Bill Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y. And if you have any specific questions about anything you heard today, please reach out to me on Messenger. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, if you have an opportunity, please go to a Faith and Grace Church, which preaches directly from the Word of God. Surround yourself with like-minded individuals and get strengthened this weekend and spend time with your family. Let everyone in your immediate family know how much you truly love each and every one of them. Friends, please join me again on Monday as we further explore wisdom today.